You're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We are live, Chris Denman, and we've got a guest in today, but I'm going to tell you about our friends at Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil. Be sure to patronize them. Check them out online. Lots of great reviews. I use them. Travis uses them. No ashy elbows. No bad hair. That's right. Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil. Check them out today. Today, a quick one. This came together pretty quick. Our friend Zach Jehoviak's here. What's up, Zach? Hello, what's up, Chris? I heard you should do radio. Your mom <laughs> thinks you should do radio, right? This is yeah. a podcast, so this yeah. is close, yeah. right? I don't know if I, I get my, my voice right sometimes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. My mom thinks I have a good radio voice. <laughs> well, moms think a lot of things. We'll she, say that. she also thinks I should be on The Voice, like I was telling you earlier. So Yeah, and I've, I've seen you do karaoke. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm not good enough to be on The Voice. Is that an aspiration of yours? No. No? no. Okay, we'll dive into that and more. Uh, it's, we are live. So Zach just recently, uh, along with his uh, compadres, Finish up a very successful first-time run for Flyover Comedy Festival. So before we get into it, man, beautiful. Thank you. It it was really cool to see, man. So Flyover, uh, I wanted to have you in to talk about that, and then just we've gotten along so well, so I was like, "Uh, I can spend an hour with this guy. Let's talk about the voice instead. Yeah, I was thinking that. Who's your favorite judge? Uh, You know, probably Blake Shelton, because that's the only (laughs) one I know. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm really bad about that. And then it comes across. Wait, as is that American Idol, Blake Shelton? My, th- I think you're right on the voice. That because okay. I was about to say I do the same thing, and then it yeah. comes across like I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like oh, you know, uh, Aerosmith with that Joe Perry. You know, what I mean? like <laughs> it's like you don't, you you're not quite with it. But yeah, so flyover. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. I'm tired no, of talking about the voice. Let's focus. <coughs> on the festival. Do you mind um, not coughing so much? I'm like, I can't edit those out. I know. I'm I'm sorry. I've Everybody's had, got that right now. Everybody, it's a matter of time. Everybody who knows me uh, well for the past year is like, dude, you okay? I'm going to stop coughing. <laughs> got a little little hiccup. I yeah. Think, I don't seconds. know what was going on. Um, okay. I'm so good Okay. Now. So start me here. So we'll back it up. So we just had a really, a really cool weekend here in St. Louis with you all doing flyover. Uh, started on Thursday. We were a small part of that. But even that, like... I. I know we we left the gratuitous reviews on Facebook for each other. For, great review, thank you. No the problem. but I put it in there. I was like, I was really surprised at the turnout at the local showcase that we pushed, and it was full. Like the room was full. Yeah, I was expecting thirty and half nervous that we were attached to that and we were going to get blamed for it not being out. But I was like, oh, it's St. Louis, it's fickle. Right. And every show I saw packed. Everyone was happy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. Let's start it. Like, what got this going? So it's not just you. You have partners that you started this yes. with. Yeah. There's a lawyer in there too. Shrewd, there's, shrewd there's, move. Got, uh, a, got a lawyer in there. I like that. I just yeah. have funny guys that work with me that are like silly, and everybody's like, "All right, well, we'll just do something." Yeah. And I'm like, hey. "I'll try and figure out the business." Side. Yeah. When you're getting serious, you got to lawyer up. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Where did this? Where did this get going, man? So you've done some stand up. Uh yes. Um, so I guess I started. Uh, well, it was maybe even before that. I started. I'd always loved stand-up comedy. 
Sure. Always. Um, since I was a little kid, I always wanted to watch stand up stuff. I was like the guy who was like, You want to watch this? And friends were like, Eh. <laughs> Zach, we're like, seven. Okay, Richard fine. Pryor's yeah. not allowed. <laughs> right. So, uh, actually, in college, uh, when I was at Webster, um, I had an internship at this place uh, in New Jersey and got to write for the laughbutton.com. Very nice. So I started listening to all these up and coming comics and reviewing albums as best I could at that time. <laughs> as best and, you can. Yeah. As a sophomore at Webster in St. Louis. Yeah. You're like trying to explain. Junior, man. Okay. As Jun- a junior. My yeah. mistake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. So, uh, but the, the perk of that job was I got to go around to some really cool shows in New York City and like. You know, when Hannibal Burris used to run the Knitting Factory yeah. uh, comedy show out there. Um, now it's Kenny DeForest, who's also, you know, an awesome comic. But uh, to go to that show, the Comedy Cellar, all these places. And so it was just really inspiring. So when I got back here, actually, um, I had some friends that were had been involved in the St. Louis comedy scene doing whether open mics or mm-hmm. shows. Or so you lived on the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, about eight years ago, I moved out here from right on the border of Connecticut and New York. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where I went to high school and stuff. Um, so uh, when I when I got out here, actually, Kenny Kynes, uh, local comic, he ran the open mic at Nick's Pub, and he's the one who convinced me to get up there. Yeah, I'd, I would go to the I would go to the shows and like just hang out, and I'd right. always wanted to do it, but I was too scared. So. Um, finally I got up there and I picked a hell of a night for it. Um, it was the Super Bowl. It was oh, Super Bowl that, Sunday good, was my and, first. And again, if you're not familiar with Nick's pub, like it, it's, it's weird because you'll see 30 plus year olds in there, but you swear you're around like rock a Sioux frat, slew frat people or something oh, yeah. and like it gets, it's a, it's a busy bar. I get, yeah. It's they they got a great beer selection. <laughs> we made friends with the bartenders. Like it was that. like every Sunday it was like, I stayed out way too late. Um, and, uh, so, uh, I got up there. I was really nervous. A girl that I was dating was in the room. We'd been dating for like two weeks. And so you did your first stand up set in front of her. Yeah. Slick move, man. And she told me afterward that she was telling herself that if I did bad, she was like, it's, if he does bad, it's fine. Just, just, you know. It's fine. You, <laughs> was it? Was it a good? Was it? I can't. No one's gonna do good the first time up, right? Um, well, I was. Uh, I I was at this. I was so nervous. I was like drinking other people's beers when my mine ran out. And, right, right, Like right. you know, chain smoking and remembering like what that. you did in front of your mirror. Yeah, real real cool stuff. Um, anyway, I only did like three minutes, but for whatever, I guess the there was good mood mood in the room, and good, I good. had a decent you know opening or whatever and i did not bomb my first time that's fantastic yeah did, were you did you prepare i mean that has yeah. to be part of it yeah, yeah. and you're I was, thinking like i at was that like point, two years of material built up in three minutes <laughs> the three minute yeah. thing that's great man like i've got that like we've done live stuff in front of you know crowds and you know there's jokes involved i've hosted things where i've had to write jokes and those kind of things but i've been saying for two years like oh i'm gonna go hit the circuit but if I don't have three, four, five nights a week to do it, like I'm just going to do a decent job once, and yes. then I'm going to do a decent job for four years, and then whatever. Yeah. So it's something I still am like, yeah, I need to do it, and I catch a lot of shit mm-hmm. from people for not. But honestly, like when you work 12, 14 hour days, sometimes like hitting an open mic, it's something you're going to suck at, despite my love for it. Like, yeah. So kudos to just yeah. get up there, man. And it's, yeah. it's definitely something that when you really want to do it, you got you know, it's good to be a hundred percent in and not. 
You see you people know? that have been doing it for years, if they have some time off, be like, yeah. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Because you're used to seeing them succeed. So, okay, true. so you got up, did it. You got into the scene like that, right? Yep. Sure. Yep. So how many years ago was that? Uh, man, five or six years five ago. Five or six years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so, then it's just kind of grown from then? Yeah. So during that, and then, then I, you know, did open mics for a couple of years and would come out and be my friend Adam and I ran a show at Brennan's together called Very the nice. Falcon Punch Variety Hour. And that was kind of like some sketch and stand up just a mix of stuff. We just had fun and it was really goofy. Um, but then I booked shows at Brennan's. We used to have this venue in the basement. That's how I got to know Henry Phillips. Mm -hmm. Um, he came through town and performed there a few times. Um, Tommy Jonigan performed down there. Um, it was a cool little showroom. Yeah, and um, it's fun, too, because you get to infuse, like, passion and creativity in that stuff. Yes. The other side of that is uh, nobody likes you and uh, no one will come to your shows. Like, yeah. <laughs> those are the two emotions yeah. I feel. We're like, if you kick ass like you guys did this weekend, yeah. nothing can stop you. Yeah. If you're five seats light of what you wanted, I want to jump off a cliff. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little extreme. It's kind that. of a... <laughs> no, that's, def that's definitely the feeling. I, I can't is. say... So, uh, like... Five years ago, I started thinking about the idea of a comedy festival along with a few other people. And, you know, we never, it never really got going. Um, so finally, uh, I was kind of doing my thing, still going to comedy shows and whatnot. And um, Chris Wernowski, who now lives in Cleveland and writes for cleveland.com, approached me with the idea. We got a group together, started working on it. And then this weekend happened. Which, <laughs> I, okay. So, I was trying to condense all that stuff. And you did a really good job of that. And I'm sure you guys worked on a lot more. But there was a little bit of a feeling from that. Like, as a guy who does similar things that you do, I'm talking to you. You weren't nervous about stuff, but you're just like, all right, well, here we go. Like, <laughs> let's, I mean, let's do it. Yeah. And it's like, going to happen at a certain point. You, you can't, you, once you like sell a, a ticket, you yeah. can't. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, I could always just shit myself. Like, yeah. That's, it's like one of those things where it's like, what am I going to do? But you guys, you guys nailed it, and we keep going to that. But it's interesting to me how it does it. Go, that's everything. I can't tell you the amount of radio show, podcast, comedy ideas that are fantastic that could end up somewhere that go nowhere. Yes. Right? Like no yeah. one's ever. Well, some people, but like the people I've talked to, no one's ever short of the creative ideas. It's the execution. Yes. And that's super difficult too. Yes. Even down to just like making sure certain areas are clean, making sure the wristbands fit people, making sure you have gift bags for the comics. Like, yeah, those are the things you don't think about that take, you know, one, two, three, four, five hours at a time to do. Oh, yeah. And it's ugh, man. So, again, I'm just going to keep saying great job. Yeah, thanks, but, man. Man, what do you think did it? Do you <coughs> think uh, I think I saw a ton? I'll give you my opinion. Then I want yours. I saw a ton of local comics, the actual comics that are here, yes. supporting and out at the shows they weren't performing at. Not always easy to do as a comic because you're probably inherently selfish to a degree if yes. you're a comic. So yeah. you're out somewhere else. You're not going to go. If you can go do an open mic, you're not going to see the same person you've seen do a set 50 right. times at ABC Bar and Grill. Right. So you had all the comedy, not all, but a ton of the comics in. And then improv people. I think I'm going to book like an improv team on every single show I do from now on because holy shit, they supported that. Oh, it was great. Um, you know, I, I really, I did not know, we did not know what to anticipate. We we honestly thought the side showcases we had going on with some really great comics, but sure. 
but people that, you know, the general public maybe doesn't know. Um, we were worried that there was going to be 10 or 15 people in those seats. And then I, and then I would, I would be not have been surprised. And then I would be walking around and saying, Hey, sorry, man, thanks for coming out. <laughs> keep supporting the scene. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, St. Louis showed up, right? And it was really cool. The improv community showed up, um, some fantastic sketch stuff. Um, for from, sure. I mean, bottom of the world killed it. Fatal bus accident did an amazing job. Um, that is a really great show that everybody in St. Louis should go check out. Um, and it was just really cool to see. I felt like St. Louis comics, not that they don't every week, but I feel like hosting all these showcases really stepped up, really, you know, did, did their best stuff. And, and the out of town comics walked away from being like, I was walked away saying I was really impressed like not with the festival, but with them and just yeah. the whole fun of the thing and the Grove and it it, it just all kind of came together, didn't it? Like I, a part of me is just like I'm baffled at it wasn't one night. You're like, well, we killed it on Saturday and you know whatever. Every single night, you guys did well, and we can just keep jacking off flyover comedy <laughs> festivals for this whole time. I don't give a damn because I want it to grow, man. I hope you guys kick ass, and it gives people like I hope that. You guys' success breeds like I'm not even joking. Like ten mini festivals next year, or people's attempts at festivals. Like, yes, it looks good at that one. Did really well. Yeah. I hope you guys going to parlay it into another one. Yeah. We we are uh, we're we're going to make an announcement. Okay. Yeah. We, did you uh, want to do that today? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the announcement? Um. Uh, it will it will come out uh, from our channels, but uh, I'll say that Flyover Comedy Festival is returning next year to Great. the Grove. Good to hear. Um, we uh, were we're really excited. We thought that um, we coming to the weekend. We didn't know if we'd say next year, and by the end of the weekend, we were like, ah, well, uh, <laughs> guess I'm we'll gonna stop this year. now." Yeah, absolutely. You know, and. Uh, we were just, people started saying next year by the end of the weekend, and uh, we, you know, we thought we were going to take a couple days off. I was getting messages from Chris and other people saying, you know, next year we should really do this. And, yeah, and let's think about this and what could we do better. And that's awesome. We have a survey made up already that's going to go out to all the attendees. That's so um, fantastic, man. And then, and it's not. I know it's not about monetizing it. I mean, it is actually. If you want to keep doing things, there has to be money to fuel these things. But right. To, no, I don't want to cut you off here. No, real please cut me off. To that point, um, you know, the festival. We are a five hundred one c three. Right. Right. So, this has been a labor of love from the beginning, and that's the reason why this stuff. Because there's passionate people behind it. It that ha that's a huge <coughs> part of it because. You could you can tell like every single detail of people pitching in, and it you're asked like why are they doing this? Well, because they love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that's a it's a hundred percent right. Um, and you know I think you know maybe paying ourselves for our time at some point down the road. I don't I don't know, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Man. You know, covering our expenses, but um, you know just putting more money back into the festival to try to my my dream would be to get some stand-ups that would normally never do you know 
uh, a smaller venue, but but we can afford to kind of underwrite that and do some really cool stuff in the Grove. Maybe not like financially or what the, what it's become, but it's maybe akin to, and maybe this is what you're thinking, but the comedy version of me seeing Motorhead at uh, a barbecue place during yes. during uh, what do you call it? Uh, South by Southwest. That'd be amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. if you could provide some, like somebody's walking down Manchester. And goddamn Dave Chappelle, yeah. is, you know what I mean, is doing yeah. something in front of 100 people or yeah. whatever. So, and, and you better get there early because you know there's sure. the half the room's tickets and the rest is gonna be wristband holders. So, yeah, just that that kind of thing. Yeah. What? Uh, and obviously you'll have to do it. But uh, as far as bringing in comics, um, were you able to? And I'm, I'm trying not to go too deep or personal here, but. As far as comics go, this is a really hard thing. If you put on shows, mm-hmm. covering money, covering your ass, covering people's like what they expect to make, and then if you're basing it off ticket sales, are you going to get those? Are you going to get those? Hey, could walk out of here with a bunch of money in my pocket. Could walk out of here uh, being like, hey, let me get you back, vendor. Like whatever is happening. Yeah. Were you able to? Or were you comfortable with uh, the amount of pay to bring in comics from other cities? Because even if he, like, I know what comics make typically, yeah. right? Yep. Like, it's not that secret. But that would, to me, would represent one of the more challenging parts balancing talent with budget. Absolutely. So, and especially as sponsorships and different things are rolling in throughout the year. So, um, we had a couple of, I wouldn't call it last minute, but sponsorships that came through that really helped out. Sure. Um, to, to the point, um, where, you know, we had some changes. For example, one of our performers dropped out a week before. One of our, you know, headlining performers. Who was that? Uh, uh, Josh Androsky. Okay. So he couldn't make it. He had another gig. It's fine. That stuff happens. Does it? <laughs> You're such right. a nice guy. Yeah. I'm like, uh, so, we booked you six months ago. But sorry, go ahead. However, yeah. it was really cool because... Uh, Kristen Toomey from Chicago, yep. who's an incredible comic, uh, was able to step in. Um, and it was amazing to have her down for Saturday. Yeah. I feel like I met her. She was really nice. Yeah. I met so many damn people over the weekends. Like, yeah. But. I mean, that, yeah. Her and Rena Com, and they're just awesome and super funny. Um, so, anyway, there were some things adjusting, and with that come different agreements with. Right, you know what you're paying for and all that, and uh, you know it, it. A lot of this was booked through relationships made um, from comics here with other comics, and right, you know, and then our submissions process, of course. Yeah, but I th- do you think people? Do you think you're going to get twice the submissions next year? That's what we're hoping. Word of mouth. That, yeah. I would think so because yeah. I think people were. And again, too, I'm not a comic, but I'm around comics in St. Louis all the time. And I think people were confused as to like, okay, you have a lot of younger to the game comics that are that probably haven't submitted to a ton of things. Right. So it almost feels pretentious uh-huh. to fill out some kind of submission form. Like, yeah, I'll just ask and there's somebody on. But there were a few comics that I'm like, oh, I wish they would have done it. Too. I wish they would have submitted. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and maybe they realized it, too. But and Me, too. I mean, yeah, there was, there was definitely, um, and that's something that... Uh, you know, yeah, I it's it's a weird thing in St. Louis too, right? Because I, what's our problem? I <laughs> what is what is wrong? <clears throat> like it's almost like if something cool happens, a you're almost embarrassed to talk about it. Skeptical, 
Yeah, and then be like when you do say it, well, they're like, "Well, uh, I caught uh, Stranger Things last week," and it's like, "What? I, did you just try and downplay <laughs> something from to your Netflix experience? Like, what? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about?" Yes, yes. Um, no, and, and it's a weird thing too. There are comics who currently live here that are very established. Um, well, you know, definitely. I mean, you know, I I assume some people uh, felt like they should have been invited as opposed to having to submit, which I understand at the same time, in my point of view, the submissions fee was so low. Yeah. I mean, we charged $5 for St. Louis comics at one point. Right. So I think supporting the festival mm-hmm. so that we can do something cool, you know, well, that's tough too. Like, cause you go back and forth. So as the entity, uh, you feel like you do a couple favors for people or you do stuff for people. You're like, well, where's the community? Why aren't they doing something for me? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a long time for people to realize like you need help somewhere. Like they may view you like, the, oh, this is big, bad festival. They don't need little old me. When it's like, yeah, well, you do need yeah. them. <laughs> you yeah. do need them. They need your Facebook reviews. They need your likes. They need like all this silly stuff that seems trivial, but it's, it's the a community weird back support and forth. Is, the, is huge. Yeah. I mean, from improvisers, anyone putting on shows, all the stand-up comics. I mean, just having coming out, having people come out and be excited about it, whether they do comedy or not. Um, but the the comedy, local comedy scene support, super important. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but so, I don't, so that's, next that's year, all stuff we're you know yeah. talking about and figuring out how to, you know, um, you know, the, yeah. So. <laughs> no, it, it, it's all such a big process, and it's awesome that you've had such a good first year. And then, you know, more money, bigger names. Mm-hmm. If that's even your goal. I don't know. Maybe you keep it small. I, whatever is easiest, man. I don't – I say blow it out of the water. But <laughs> I, I, mean, I, think, I think fireworks <clears throat> during the last show would probably be your best bet. So I can say uh, dates are on hold really? at, at two venues for next year, um, and we want – we. You know, you, you're cautious when you try to scale something and you don't want to sure. overdo it or, you know. Yeah, okay. you don't want to. So, you know, what? oh, stuff your slump. And then, you know, it's like. Yeah. You don't want to go from 105% occupancy rate to 43%. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little scary. So, I don't know. I think it's just kind of a, a slow build and trying to just do things. I don't know. Just be smart and think about what room because it was it was cool to to a certain extent to turn people away from smaller rooms that had great shows going on i went back in during history schmistery or there was another or a few different shows that i popped in i was gonna go i was like oh i'll catch some of gabe kia uh, there was no room for my big ass like back in the back even yeah. i was like i'm not mad at all this is cool <laughs> this is great and that's better for the performers yeah yeah i mean that they i mean you know, it was it was just so great to invite those people down. Many, For especially sure. in the submissions process, where you pay, and sure, we give you a T-shirt and a koozie, and yeah, you know, all this stuff, and a, and hopefully a good time. That's part of that, you know, that deal. And and luckily, they got to perform to great rooms. They do, and if anything, I mean, you got people that have never seen. Like that's what thing I love is like getting people out that have never, like you don't think like it's bad. And I there's a million people to blame for different things, but. It's weird to me that in St. Louis, 
people don't always think of stand up comedy as like a thing to do on a Friday night. Yeah. Like it's like, well, I'm going to go get hammered at my neighborhood bar or yeah. go to dinner with my parents somewhere or something. Like it's not, I'm like, this is the best option. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the option. And like, I think, and things are, are definitely, you know, growing. Shows are getting better. Comics are getting better. For sure. That's no a big doubt. thing. People, that is a big thing. People compare you to the guy or girl they just saw on the Netflix special. Right. They don't care that it's an open mic and it's your second year doing comedy. They, they don't care. They're, they're, you know, they're like, I went to comedy one time at that bar and the blues game was on and I was trying to watch it, but these guys were talking about their dicks. And, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happens yeah. though, man. Gosh, so, okay, so obviously you're proud of all the performers. You're really happy. You've already named some of them. Who surprised you the most? Out of out of all performance the performers. Um, oh, man. And this isn't a first place. Just think of someone. <clears throat> let's say think of someone that you were really happy with their uh, performance or excited by or surprised by. Uh, so I, I had um, a few favorite shows. I really enjoyed watching Sam Talon and Kozelik. Um I knew he was going to Great. I didn't it. catch him. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to trying to connect with you, Zach. Sorry. I, no, that, I, I met I, I met Sam, and he was a really nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. Yeah. And I am. I, it was so funny because Brennan's in the Central West End catered uh, food on Friday night for performers, mm -hmm. and Sam loved the smoked salmon. He was just like couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, "Uh, smoked salmon." Yeah. Like, and he was like, "Do you guys, you guys see that salmon in there?" <laughs> it's like this is a big day. Yeah, and yeah. he was just crushing it. And he was like, "Will Brennan Salmon sponsor my podcast?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, he he mentioned it on his podcast today. That's awesome. Like Brennan. What's his, what's his podcast called? Give him a shout out. Uh, it's called the Half Hour Prophecy or Sam Talon's Half Hour Prophecy. Nice. I'll have to check it uh, out. It's on Sexpot Comedy. It's uh, it's really funny. Good. Um, and it's sponsored by Brennan's Salmon. Right. Not Brennan's. Brennan's smoked just, salmon. Just salmon. Got Served it. Served with caviar cream and capers, red onion, oh, little lemon. Ooh, la Boom. la. Yeah. Hello. Uh, outside of that, um, it didn't really surprise me, but I I heard from those guys, too, and other people. I think they fatal bus accident put on their best show yet, local show. That's great. Like, that, that show could go to other cities and tear it up. I That's mean, the best compliment I think you can give a show. Like, yeah. Whenever people are like, oh, that would work in New York, or that would work uh, at a showcase in L.A. I have no doubt that they could go do that show and put it in New York, and people would have a great time. And people would be excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yep. that comes back to we don't think we're shit here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While also being fearful of anybody else from the outside. Yeah. Uh, so Fatal Bus Accident was good. Sam Talent was good. Uh, we were talking about this. I think we just need to get to it. We had uh, Sarah Pearl in for our morning radio show this morning. And we did our little roast segment, and it was a lot of fun. And she, we were talking afterwards. So she hosted for Todd Barry, <laughs> called him Steve, <laughs> and was uh, – she seemed all right with it. She's like, ah, I'm over it. It's whatever. But she, that, owned, she owned her her mistake. Yeah. And that's, that's got to be a highlight. That's what though, you got to right? do. <laughs> like, it's like you have a very funny stand-up. I, I love Sarah's uh, yeah. act. She's great. And uh, and I'm sure she was pumped to be in front of a yes. sold out crowd at the ready room, and then one tiny little mistake, and I'm sure it was I'm sure Todd gave her hell about it. Oh, I I I I was so okay. I I felt so bad for her because I knew so 
you know, of course, when you're opening for the headliner of the festival, you're going to be a little nervous sure. or whatever. She got up there and she destroyed. Her hosting set was great. Um, everybody was cracking up. I had people that, you know, people that I've known come up to me involuntarily, you know, and, and say, you know, she was great. And then, uh, and then Rafe went on, and then she came up to Ninja. her. Rafe killed it too. Rafe yeah, killed it. Surprise. Rafe killed it as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to forget that. Um, yeah, he did great. Um, and then she went up to bring Todd, and uh, <laughs> what made it so good is like my favorite comedian, Steve Bear, <laughs> and then immediately, she had oh name. god, oh god, Todd. <laughs> Todd, it's Todd. <laughs> um, and, and I think she said, I want, I'm going to puke on myself or like something like that. Right. Something right. along those lines. And Chris and I were watching and we, we were just like, we're <laughs> down and we're laughing, just cracking up. Yeah. And I felt so bad for her because she did but, such a great job. Yeah. And, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, it, that stuff happens. Absolutely. She yeah. was over it today, but I, I yeah. just thought that was uh that was pretty great during the headlining set. So Oh yeah. And he and he delivered, right? Like his set yeah. was fantastic, right? He was great. He did all crowd work, his thirtieth anniversary crowd work tour. Uh my dad was in the front row. Actually my parents were. Your parents are great. I met them. They're great. I'm a fan. I'm a yeah. big fan. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. They were I was like Man, I'm glad my mom's not here. My mom and your mom would be like, just t- <laughs> like the whole festival would know be our dangerous. names. Yeah, they'd yeah. be like, yeah, have you met ourselves? Like duet on karaoke. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's a little bit country. She's a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I bet they were super proud. They flew in for this. They did. They flew in from Arizona. And uh, that was really cool to be able to show them what I've been working on. Because they just like, you know, I'm like, I'm working on a comedy festival. And they're like... Yeah, well, is it? You got them. Well, how's your bills doing? Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. insurance yet? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> that so, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, oh, that's fun. What uh, yeah. what bar is hosting that? Like, yeah. yeah. What singular yeah. bar? That's great, man. So you're gonna do it next year. Super successful. Do you have an idea? And I mean, obviously, you'll you. There's so much time between now and then. But uh, do you at least have an idea of who you want to book? Comic wise or level wise, we gives you some asse- budget assessment. Yes, we definitely have to do a budget assessment, and that's going to be based on you know, um, you know, we're hoping that we can increase our sponsorships this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of stuff's going to depend, but we already have a list of names of people we want. That's now, great. Like, you know, so um, I uh, it just. You know, that's always tough. You never know anyone's tour schedule. You don't, you know, whatever. So it's, uh, we'll have to figure that out. And a year out, it's so hard to, you know, book people at that time. But you can, I You start know. with a, a pencil and a few right. names, I'm sure. Right. Well, great, man. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to do anything in the meantime? Is there anything popping up that we need to know about? Brennan's, go see you at Brennan's, right? You're always there. Uh, Yeah, I'm always at Brennan's. Uh, basically seven days a week. Oh my um, gosh. no, I'm, I'm there a lot. Uh, it's a great place. Um, but outside of that, uh, actually, so, uh, I believe throughout the year, um, we, we haven't figured out some, all the details yet, but flyover comedy festival might be, uh, presenting some shows at the ready room. Wow. That's great. Um, throughout we did a the show, year. we did a show there once for like a live podcast and, 
Blues are playing, Cardinals playing, every single bad thing that could happen no. for whatever. Like, yeah. And there were like 40-something people there, and they all paid to get in, so yep. like, I wasn't a wash. We yeah. had Libby Higgins on stage with us, so that was That's amazing. Great. Yeah, uh, she's so funny. She's the best, and uh, yeah. such a sweetheart. Yep. She needs to get over that bullshit and perform next year, by the way. She's like, I would have been embarrassed. Mm, I don't care. Yeah. You're too good. Oh, yeah. uh, but no, we did a show there, and it, I love whatever you do something there or like uh, off-Broadway or something, but specifically at Ready Room, it's so nice because they're pros. They're used to dealing with like 50 moving parts. And yeah. They're like, you have three mics and you're going to stand still? Uh, okay, we'll crush it for you. <laughs> like the sound quality is so good. It's a professional venue. They yeah. do a really good job. So They do. Yeah. I, I love those guys. They're, they've been really supportive. They helped us out a lot. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited. And then so uh, Nick Vatterot and Ashley Barnhill are coming to the Ready Room on December 15th. I think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick's from here. Yeah. We've had him on our radio show before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's hilarious. And Ashley Barnhill is really funny, too. So I'll be at that show for sure. There you go. Check it out. Guys, thanks for listening, man. Thanks for coming by, Zach. Thank you. Fly over. If you uh, if you haven't yet, rate us, review us on iTunes, wherever you listen to us. And uh, do Zach a favor. Head over to his Facebook page. Give him some love. If you've got pictures from the festival, tag them. Do all that stuff. Let's keep it moving. So, Please. That's right. Yep. Thanks, Zach. Thank you.